Get ready to hear the truth about America on a show that's not immune to the facts with your host, Dan Bongino. So what would a real tyranny look like? You know, we mentioned a lot during the show, this idea of authoritarianism, tyranny, totalitarianism. But I, I think maybe what I've failed to do recently is to put meat on the bone and show you what it would actually look like. Soup to nuts here in the United States. And I ask the question, is it already here? Interview about uh, with Mo Brooks and Chris Hayes about elections, election interference, spying. All this stuff's going to play in today to what a tyranny would look like in the United States. Is it here right now? We also found out some information yesterday about the Ministry of Truth in a really stunning interview that happened on Tucker's show. We'll get to that. Today's show brought to you by ExpressVPN. Folks, going online without a VPN is like leaving your kids with a stranger. Yeah, you know, most of the time you could be okay, but you really want to take that chance? Protect your privacy, get a VPN. Go to expressvpn.com slash Bongino today. Welcome to the Dan Bongino Show. I've got a loaded show for you today, including that really shocking appearance by Josh Hawley last night, Republican senator on Tucker Carlson's show. With cyber attacks on the rise, protecting your data security is more important than ever. So why is Congress considering a law that puts your data at greater risk of being hacked and exposed to foreign networks? The Durbin Marshall credit card bill shifts billions in consumer spending to less secure payment networks, all so that corporate megastores can make bigger profits. Don't let Durbin Marshall steal your data. Visit handsoffmyrewards.com slash security and tell your senators to oppose the Durbin Marshall credit card bill. Paid for by Electronic Payments Coalition. All right, Joe, let's go. Here we go, brother. Showtime. So thank you for a big comeback on Rumble yesterday. Rumble.com slash Bongino. Amazing comeback. We really appreciate it. The numbers were extraordinary. Um, and I want to double down today and ask the question, based on where we are right now, based on what happened at Kavanaugh's house yesterday, based on what happened yesterday in this Josh Hawley interview, we found out about the Ministry of Truth, some more details, which we warned you about, based on things that happened with an NFL coach yesterday are we living in a tyranny right now what would a real tyranny look like a real tyranny i'm not talking about the stuff written in books if we were living in one right now what would it look like it would have some hallmarks let's get to them one by one number one the public private self would disappear i've said it repeatedly right there is no private self you can be spied on anywhere anytime by anyone you'd find yourself on government watch list based on your politics these are the hallmarks of a tyranny. I mean, Joe, right? This is the kind of stuff that you, you can just read the history books. It's not, it's not Dan Bongino's opinion. Yeah. It's what's actually happened in authoritarian, tyrannical, totalitarian governments in the past. Yeah. Watch list, government spying. I would put an asterisk next to that and say that is the most important thing. That would be number one. But isn't that already happening? The government spying and the watch list. I mean, we've already known about the Spygate scandal. We know about their push for red flag laws. We already know about the Ministry of Truth, efforts to monitor what people do online. We already know about the spying on your metadata that was already revealed. The NSA is collecting your metadata. So it's kind of already happening right now. I mean, we don't have to speculate on what a tyranny would look like in the United States if some of the stuff that's happening is happening right now. What would the second hallmark of this be? Well, abuse of law enforcement. And selective justice, which is no justice at all. Meaning applying what you call the law only to target your political enemies while letting your political friends violate the law willy-nilly left and right. Sounds like what's happening right now. Showed up at the Stop the Steal rally. You find yourself the target of an FBI investigation 
clearly violate the law by showing up at Justice Kavanaugh's house in clear violation of the law prohibiting protests in front of judges' residences. And what happens? You're celebrated by the hack left-wing media goons. Here's another abuse of law enforcement selective justice. We already talked about it. Peter Navarro, Trump advisor, he gets subpoenaed for BS over January 6th. Peter, uh, Peter Navarro fights back, finds himself in handcuffs and leg irons. He'll be on my radio show, by the way, next week. We had Eric Holder, former attorney general, disgraced human being, does the same thing. Says, I'm not going to comply with this subpoena, finds himself a hero on the left, an icon amongst the media. Selective justice, private public self, disappearing, spying. Sounds like that's happening right now. Three, political violence, right? Any tyranny needs jackbooted thugs, political violence. Well, one of the jackbooted thugs showed up in front of Justice Brett Kavanaugh's house last night, Supreme Court Justice, or the night before, early morning night, 1 a.m., with a handgun, what, some zip ties, duct tape, whatever, getting ready to what, torture and kill Justice Kavanaugh, his family? Think the media would kind of give it a day off and let Justice Kavanaugh's family kind of sleep peacefully wherever they are. We don't even know if they're at the house. Nope. Nope. Bunch of lunatics showed up in front of his house again. I got that video coming right up. So spying, abusive law enforcement, political violence. Sounds like it's happening right now. What would be number four? Violations of process everywhere. Due process, electoral process. He who counts the vote matters most, right? Well, we've already seen massive due process violations on January 6th. People find themselves in jail for now. It's going to be a year soon for trespassing. Yeah, Antifa, BLM, burned down cities, and nobody seems to care about that. An NFL coach brought this up and was forced at the end of the barrel of a political gun to apologize, of course. And then, of course, we have elections. I have an interview with Mo Brooks and Chris Hayes coming up, which is terrific, where Mo Brooks, Republican candidate for U.S. Senate in Alabama, challenges goon Chris Hayes, hack, to a debate. And Chris Hayes runs away like a cowardly little chump like he's always been. Due process violations all over the place. We don't need to guess what a tyranny looks like. It's here right now. It's happening right now. Folks, here's what I mean. It was a really shocking appearance last night by Senator Josh Hawley. Shocking to some, not shocking to me because we predicted this on the Tucker Carlson show. Now, what's one of the hallmarks of a tyranny? Spying. Spying and monitoring of citizens. You know that. Everybody knows it. It's not a matter of my opinion. It is a matter of fact. Every tyrannical, totalitarian, empire, monarchy, king, dictator, whatever, commandante, Whatever it is has spied on their citizens. Keep me, keep me control, man. You got to do that. Keep them deplorable smellies under control. Well, now we find out Josh Hawley got some uh, FOIA requests together. He's a Republican senator from Missouri. And he found out that the Ministry of Truth, which we were assured, Joseph, if you remember, by the Biden administration at DHS, had nothing to do with monitoring U.S. citizens or censoring them. And and Joe and I were like, we gave them the double-barreled thumb up. Sure it is. 
Of course, it was about monitoring and censoring you. I mean, that's obviously what they do. Well, now, of course, they got some paperwork showing that that's true. If you wanted to talk about elections, if you wanted to talk about the vaccine, if you wanted to talk about masks, they were going to target you, which is, of course, obviously a First Amendment violation, but they don't really care because they're tyrants. Here, check this out. Calm down, conspiracy nut, Joe Biden told us recently. My disinformation board is going to focus on foreign sources of disinformation. It's not aimed at the domestic population. Well, thank heaven for Senator Josh Hawley, because he just got whistleblower documents showing that is, of course, a total lie. The memos Hawley obtained showed the board was created in part to monitor domestic speech, conspiracy theories about the validity and security of elections and COVID vaccines. (laughs) If you question the COVID vaccines, right, you need to be monitored. The board was also working on a partnership with Twitter to suppress unauthorized opinions of many stripes. Josh Hawley is, of course, a senator from Missouri. He joins us tonight with these documents. Senator, thanks so much for coming in and for doing this. So this was aimed, tell me if I'm mischaracterizing this, at our population. Yeah, that's exactly right. As it turns out, Tucker, the people that the Biden administration thinks are the real threat to America, it's not the drug cartels, it's not foreign threats. It's you. It's the American people. If you have questions about COVID, if you have questions about COVID masks, if you have questions about the COVID vaccine, this administration wanted you to be monitored. This disinformation board was set up to go after you. That's what the documents say. That's exactly what the documents say. You're going to question the vaccine. You're going to question masks. You're going to question elections. You know, you thought you lived in a free state, a constitutional republic with free and open and fair discourse, where you were allowed to ask freaking questions. Well, you thought wrong. The government right in front of our face was establishing a ministry of truth a disinformation entity to monitor and censor you. We warned you. We were told, of course, it was a conspiracy theory. And we were right again. Here is the home for truth. You come here, you will be ahead. We see around corners here all the time. Not because we're the Stygian witches. Not because we're Karnak from the Johnny Carson show. But because I know what tyrants look like. They always take their masks off. Censorship is the hallmark of the left. Keep your head on a swivel around these people. They are dangerous, destructive people. They are dangerous. I can't emphasize this enough. They are not kidding. This is not a game. And they lie all the time about everything. Here was Saki's replacement, Corrine Jean-Pierre, caught lying about the Ministry of Truth, which we now know was designed as a domestic censorship board. Lying. Check this out. Neither uh, Nina Jankowicz nor the board have anything to do with the censorship or with removing content from anywhere. Their role is to ensure that national security officials are updated on how misinformation is affecting the threat threat environment. Uh, She she has strong credentials and a history of calling out misinformation from both the left and the right, and that's uh, that's our focus. Calling out misinformation from the left and the right. That's interesting. I don't see her doing a lot of that misinformation from the left stuff. So her promoting a lot of garbage. Here's another one. Here is the disinformation minister who has since uh, resigned the position, Nina Jankowicz. Here when she was caught, she plays the game the left is going to play with this show and always does. When you call the left out for their obvious tyrannical bent, 
obvious censorship, violence. What do they do? They turn around just like they will with this show. Hippogito's conspiracy mongering to scare people. I'm telling you the truth. They don't want you to see the truth. They think they can quiet me down. You will never, ever, ever quiet me down. Ever. Here's Nina Jankowitz playing that exact game. Saying, oh my gosh, listen, they exposed me for what I was going to do. I was going to monitor Americans' traffic. And gosh, I'm the victim. I got death threats. I just played for you a threat the other day. There was just a lefty who showed up at Kavanaugh's house with a gun. And they're the victims here? Check this out. We created unintentionally an information vacuum that was filled with falsehoods and frankly directed a lot of vitriol um, and digging into my own personal life that I think was entirely disproportionate to the amount of power that I had at the department. These decisions were being made at a much higher level than mine. And as a result, you know, my family and I have faced threats almost every day for the past three weeks. You see how they play the victim all the time? These people do nothing but spew misinformation all the time. And then when when we expose them, this I mean, you want to talk about the hallmark of a genuine tyranny. When you expose the tyrants, the tyrants turn it around on you and do the dipsy do flipperoo. Now, one of the things this disinformation ministry was designed to target was anyone questioning the 2020 election, which 2000 mules has blown the door off the ballot harvesting scheme. We have covered it. We've had Dinesh on the radio show twice. We have had, we've covered it on this show repeatedly. We had almost an entire show dedicated to it, a weekend interview show, 2000 mules, my platform rumble. We were, we played the video on locals, which we, uh, which we own 2000 mules has blown the door off it. They don't want you to know the truth about the schemes they were pulled in 2020. So they wanted to shut you down using Nina Jankowitz, the very hallmark of a tyranny. I want to play just a portion of this supercut, how the Democrats, again, they are the party that has always questioned elections. They lose it. Here's a supercut, hat tip Grabian. This is Obama, Ron Klain, Biden's chief of staff, Biden himself, and Hillary, all questioning elections. But when they do it, ladies and gentlemen, it's a okay. Remember, what was part two of uh, the hallmarks of a tyranny? Part two, abuse of law enforcement and selective justice. Selective justice. You talk about elections, sick the disinformation board on them. They talk about elections and election scams and election schemes. They say whatever they want. Perceived election scams. It's A-OK. Here, check this out. Here it is right here. It was a process that was rigged against us. We actually won the last presidential election, folks. They stole the last presidential election. As we look at our election system, I think it's fair to say that there are many legitimate questions about its accuracy, about its integrity. How are you going to keep it from us being able to be in a position where you can manipulate the machines, manipulate the records? In Virginia, when I was governor, I had to replace all the machines. Too many voters have cast votes on machines that jam or malfunction or suck the votes without a trace. Sounds like the kind of thing Republicans were talking about, but when Republicans talk about it, eh, I don't know, sick Nina Jankowitz on him, scary Poppins, maybe she'll sing a show tune or something like that. Folks, folks, people are catching on. Selective enforcement of the law, abuse of the process, spying, due process violations, selective targeting of people. You don't have to ask what a tyranny looks like. You're living in one right now, folks, right now. 
This NFL uh, defensive coordinator, uh, Jack Del Rio. Jack's a good man. Jack's got a lot of guts. You know, since kind of put an apology out there, which I don't think he had to do. It doesn't matter. The left doesn't care and the right will wonder why you apologize. So it doesn't really matter. But Jack Del Rio brought up some interesting questions yesterday. We need more people with cultural capital to start asking questions like this. Jack Del Rio is like, listen, you know, I watched a bunch of BLM Antifa people. You know, I watched them burn down the uh, burn down these neighborhoods and stuff. I didn't see much happen to them. We allowed to ask questions about that. You know, January 6th, you had this thing happen. All these people found themselves thrown in prison. Where are the BLM Antifa people in prison? Of course, the cancel culture tyrants and nutbags went after them right away because, you know, we're not allowed to put the truth out there. Tyrants hate the truth. Watch for yourself. Why are we not looking into those things? We're going to talk about it. Why are we not looking into those things? Because it's kind of hard for me to say I can realistically look at it. I see the images on TV. People's livelihoods are being destroyed. Businesses are being burned down. No problem. And then we have a dust up at the Capitol. Well, there's nothing burned down. And we're not going to talk about We're going to make that a major deal. I just think it's kind of two standards. And if we apply the same standard and we're going to be reasonable with each other, let's have a discussion. That's all it was. Let's have a discussion. He's had to walk that back a bit, which I strongly disagree with. Jack, don't do it. I love Jack Del Rio. He's a great guy. He mildly walked it back. Don't walk it back. Don't walk it back. It's too important of a time. We need people with cultural capital like you to speak the truth. Is there a standard? If the standard is you set fires and attack government buildings like leftists and Antifa did to the Oregon courthouse and you go to jail on terrorism charges and stay there forever, and that's the standard for everyone, good. Good. Let's do that. But don't stop asking questions, Jack, please. Folks, let me get to my second sponsor. I'm going to move on to law and process. Law and process is clear, too. It is the law and the process are clear. It is currently illegal to hold a protest in front of a judicial officer's house, including Supreme Court Justice Brett Kavanaugh. What is our Agino attorney general and name only doing? Nothing. Zero. Because selective justice is no justice at all. And that is the hallmark of a tyranny. You don't have to ask what it looks like. We're there right now. If you're looking for a firearm that's easy to transport, you got to check out the U.S. Survival Rifle from Henry Repeating Arms. It's a portable rifle you can put together and take apart in a few minutes. And then when you're not using it, you can store the parts in the little case it comes in. It's so small, it can be stored anywhere, in a go bag, anywhere. It's light enough to carry everywhere. It comes in black and two different camo patterns. You can pick one up for three to $400, depending on the finish. You can watch a few videos at henryusa.com survival. And while you're there, be sure to order their free catalog. Henry makes more than 200 rifles, shotguns, and revolvers in the role made in America, backed by a lifetime satisfaction guarantee and the best customer service in the business. Go to their website. It's henryusa.com and be sure to order a free catalog. They'll send it with free decals on a list of dealers in your area. That's henryusa.com for a free catalog and decals and to see the Henry U.S. Survival Rifle. Folks, law and process is clear. In a constitutional republic, you have law and you have process. The law is clear. It is illegal to show up and protest in front of a judicial officer's house. Yet after some lunatic showed up at Brett Kavanaugh's house, this is very sensitive to me, folks. I did this for a living for a long time with a gun, 
with tactical equipment, with duct tape. What was he planning to do? The same day this happened, a bunch of lunatic protesters flipped America, the double-barreled, non uh, well, if that's the family-friendly middle finger, but I assure you, they weren't giving you the family-friendly, showed up in front of Kavanaugh's house telling you, you live in a tyranny. We can do whatever we want. Break the law in front of your face on the same day a guy's locked up for attempting to murder the guy in that house, Justice Kavanaugh, and we are going to stick it in your face and not a damn freaking thing is going to happen to us. Here, here's the video. Check it out. Now, where's the media on this? Calling out this obvious law-breaking. On the day a guy with kids, Justice Kavanaugh, a wife and kids, a man shows up who's asked to torture and kill either him or his kids. Where's the media? The media does what they always do in a tyranny. These disgusting filth at CNN. Disgusting filth. Here is CNN. I want you to watch this on Rumble because I need you. The Chiron, I want you to read the Chiron at the bottom. The Chiron at the bottom of the CNN cut clearly indicates that the man had a weapon, according to the allegations, right? And I want you to listen what the host says here as she ch- she tries to cover this up. Oh, well, we don't really know yet. And then I want you to listen at the end as she says the violence is coming from both sides. No, it's not. It's coming exclusively from you, lunatics. Here, check this out. Very little detail at this point, Kate, other than to say uh, it's an, uh, this man is, uh, he's an adult man from California. We don't yet know what the nature of the threat was. We don't know what language the threat was uh, or what kind of weapon this man might have had, uh, if he had one at all, uh, because the information at this point uh, is just so thin. But Kate, this, this certainly contributes to this overall threat landscape we've been talking a lot about. The major concern here with this abortion ruling from federal officials, and they've been sounding the alarm alarm on this for about a month, is that Supreme Court justices will certainly be, you know, potentially targeted by violent extremists who are angered over this pending ruling that is poised to strike down Roe v. Wade. This is an extremely passionate issue. There are emotions on both sides. Federal officials have made clear over and over they believe the risk truly comes from both sides of this abortion debate. My gosh, you don't have to ask what it looks like. I know, I know, Joe. I know. You don't have to ask what it looks like to live in a tyranny. One of the things I didn't include in the beginning, what does a real tyranny look like, is you need agitprop coming from the media because they're not real media. They're propagandists for the regime. Do you believe this imbecile on CNN suggesting the day after, actually the day of, because it happened in early morning, the day of an attempted murder of a Supreme Court conservative justice, this idiot says the violence is coming from both sides. So again, just so I'm clear on it, pro-life advocates who support life, who got wind of a ruling that may be coming down that it overturned Roe v. Wade, that would lead to more life as maybe some abortions, some that wouldn't make abortion illegal. I wish it did. But as some lives would be saved, pro-life advocates who support life are very religious and would be very happy about this are going to go and kill someone over it. I, I, I'm just trying to, 
This is your media. Uh, we don't know if he had a weapon. Your freaking Chiron, you idiot, says the guy had a weapon. Of course, this was a perfect opportunity for a Republican's pounce. Did you see this article from uh, Jonathan Chait at, what is this, New York, which Guy is right, is becoming just a hotbed of hilarity. This guy, by the way, was one of the biggest pee-pee tape hoaxers out there, Jonathan Chait, a guy with the credibility of a river gnat flying around and driving me crazy. Here's Jonathan Chait, Republicans smearing Chuck Schumer with Kavanaugh assassination attempts. Smearing Chuck Schumer? Chuck Schumer smeared himself. What are you? This is the worst Republicans pounce I've ever seen. He doesn't go after the guy for trying to kill Kavanaugh. He goes after Republicans for smearing Chuck Schumer. Chuck Schumer for violently threatening Brett Kavanaugh. Here's the video. Check this out. I want to tell you, Gorsuch. I want to tell you, Kavanaugh. You have released the whirlwind and you will pay the price. You won't know what hit you if you go forward with these awful decisions. How, how is that not inciting violence? How is wow. it? Can you explain that to me? Did I miss, did I miss that? Jonathan Chait, again, PP tape hoaxer. This is the hallmark of a tyranny. Propagandists keeping the attention off the tyrants and refocusing the attention on their targets instead. And by the way, ladies and gentlemen, Merrick Garland, the Againo, the attorney general in name only. This guy is right now, I would argue to you, even a more destructive force in American politics than either Biden or Fauci. Merrick Garland is the biggest disgrace to that office we have ever seen. This is a guy who has targeted American citizens, these January 6th folks. This is a guy who has selectively enforced the law. This is a guy who has Dana Perino, by the way, Dana Perino, who's like the most sober voice on all of Fox. I mean, as straight laced as it gets. Dana Perino on The Five yesterday said if Merrick Garland doesn't do something about these violent activities happening at Garland's house and these protests, then he's complicit in this too. Folks, Rand Paul, you know, warned us about all this. Rand Paul had the DHS secretary, who again is doing nothing about this either, warned us about this growing tyranny, how people who speak the truth and expose the Garlands of the world and who expose the problems we've had with the vaccines and the problems with masks. Rand Paul warned us that this disinformation board was going to be a targeting mechanism to shut us down as we do what I just did through the first half an hour of this show, expose how we're living in a tyranny now. And I want you to watch another useful idiot, Alejandro Mayorkas. Al Mayorkas here. Blow it when asked a very simple question about the purpose of the Ministry of Truth, which we now know was designed to target you for doing what I just did, which is speak the truth. Check this out. Did your proposition that when the cartels spread disinformation with respect to our immigration policies to try to lure vulnerable migrants to our border illegally? I think you've got no idea what disinformation is, and I don't think the government's capable of it. Do you know who the greatest propagator of disinformation in the history of the world is? The U.S. government. Yeah, the U.S. government. The U.S. government, which told you the vaccine was going to prevent transmission of the virus. The U.S. government, which swore to you that these masks that people wear are working. The U.S. government, which told you their ministry of truth was designed to 
combat foreign governments and national security matters when it was really targeted at you. The U.S. government, which refuses to enforce the law while a Supreme Court justice was nearly murdered. It's getting out of control. Folks, we have an opportunity in 2022. I'm not suggesting this election is going to fix everything, but it's a piece and you can't ignore that piece. All right, let me get to my um, next sponsor, take a break from it. It's been a hot show so far. Um, I want to show you also how they're going to use the uh, Ministry of Truth to silence the opposition. Mo Brooks, who is a candidate for Senate in Alabama, is a great candidate, called out Chris Hayes, that goon from MSNBC, and Chris Hayes ran away like a scared little kid when confronted about the 2020 election. They don't want to debate it. The Ministry of Truth is their vehicle to silence any debate. It always was. Using their media goons, too. You don't know if he had a weapon. It's in the allegations, you dope. All right. There's only one week left for GenuCell's summer clearance sale. Now, save over 60% on GenuCell's most popular package at GenuCell.com. G-E-N-U-C-E-L. Order today and get GenuCell's dark spot corrector to visibly reduce those pesky dark sunspots. Do it today. Get it free. The GenuCell Dark Spot Corrector uses special peptides to visibly reduce the appearance of dark spots, aid spots, and yes, even sunspots that the summer leaves behind. Listen, they've been owned and operated uh, since day one. Family owned and operated GenuCell. They know times are tough for all of us, and that's why they have not, will not raise prices on their world-class skincare. Results are real. Millions of amazing Americans are in love. GenuCell guarantees results are your money back. And sign up for GenuCell's best-in-class rewards program at checkout for an extra 10% off your order and complimentary gift set. Go to GenuCell.com slash Dan. That's GenuCell.com slash Dan. Enter Dan at checkout for extra summer savings. And right now, every most popular package includes GenuCell's immediate effects for results in as little as 12 hours. Go to GenuCell.com slash Dan. GenuCell.com slash Dan. Thanks, GenuCell. So, remember, I just showed you video before. I lay out the show in a very specific way. I actually write it up twice. Those of you who are looking for inside baseball, some of you may be like, I don't really care. It's too much information, but whatever. I'll throw it out there anyway. I have like scrap paper, so I don't like to waste paper. So some of the stuff I use to print the ads, I turn it over and I'll write on the side. I lay out all these ideas I have, and then I draw all these arrows to connect them around. The reason I played for you earlier in the show, a group of Democrats, including Obama, Biden, Hillary, and Biden's chief of staff, openly questioning the election of President George W. Bush. You know, questioning elections is what the Democrats always do whenever they lose, right? It was because now that we question an election, they want to sick the Ministry of Truth and others on us to shut us down. They say the Ministry of Truth's work is continuing. Corrine Jean-Pierre said it herself. But I want you to notice what happens. Mo Brooks, a Republican candidate from Alabama, who I like a lot, for Senate, by the way, he goes on MSNBC. He's not afraid at all. I would go on MSNBC. I'm an exclusive. I'm exclusive to Fox, but I used to go on MSNBC and CNN all the time. You can look it up. Just put it in a search engine. I'm not afraid. Why are we not afraid of their ideas? So much so, we actually go on their goofy conspiracy theory. We don't know if they had a weapon networks where they make idiots out of themselves every day. We go on their networks because we are not afraid of the truth. We know it's on our side. So Mo Brooks goes on MSNBC with this goon, Chris Hayes. And at the end of the interview, he challenges him to a debate on the 2020 election. Watch Chris Hayes run away like a scared little kid, like the punk he is. Check this out. I would have wanted the same thing that President Trump wanted if I had an election stolen from me. That's what he believes. That's what I believe. 
Yes, that belief is wrong, unfortunately, uh, to great, great, great negative effect well, on our country. Well, you can say that, but if you want to spend a lot of time debating I, that subject, I'll take you on toe-to-toe. I, uh, you name the me. time, you name the place, give us enough time to discuss There's, it. You go down your list of things, I'll go down my list of things. There, there are 150 congressmen and senators truly nothing who respectfully in this world disagree with your viewpoint. Truly nothing in this world I want less. Thank you very much, Congressman Roe Brooks. I appreciate it. Of course, it's truly nothing you want more. So I, I, what I'm confused about here is, to the liberals who listen to my show and send me the death threats, we got them. I played one of you and, you know, the wink and the nod death threat. They're good at that. If you are so convinced that the 2020 election, what do they say, fellas? The, uh, what is that? The fairest election ever? What's it? The most secure. Ah, I yes. can get that language right. The Joe, the most secure election. If you're convinced about that and you're a leftist, it's the most secure. The verdict is in, fellas. Most secure election in American history. If you're so sure about that, Tucker kind of made this point last night, too, in his show. Why wouldn't you be eager then to back that up with an actual debate? The answer is obvious, of course, because they're BSing you. They're lying. They know the anomalies were everywhere. And 2,000 mules exposed them for exactly who they are. A massive ballot harvesting scheme exposed by Dinesh's movie. People picking up ballots from ballot collection centers run by leftists and dropping them off in, against the law at ballot boxes. Some of it on video, some of it tracked via cell phone. It was clear as day, the information in there. And what's happened? Nothing. Chris Hayes wants to run away because he knows, he knows he has no response. Folks, they're getting crazier. They're getting crazier. And we have a chance to turn this around. Here's a little bit of good news before I get to this next clip of Joy Behar on The View who said probably one of the most racist things I've ever seen on television. I kid you not. Not an exaggeration. It does turn around. I know it feels like we're living in this black hole of crazy and stupid, and I'm not here to virtue signal to you. I'm, I'm, I'm not, that's not my, that's, it was never my purpose here. I'm telling you that people are starting to see the light. You saw it in San Francisco. You saw it in LA. The process isn't going to be quick. You know, they had um, a guy on with Tucker last night. He's great. This guy, Sachs. Um, and he was saying how Tucker was like, hey, you think we finally turned the corner? And the guy's like, well, not yet. I agree with him. We're getting there. We're in that turn, but it's a long turn. It's not going to be one election. There's no easy fixes to this. They've been engaged in a decade-long culture war. And the decade war culture war, uh, decade-long culture war has led to crazy like this. Here's that nut on The View, Joy Behar, saying one of the most blatantly racist things I have ever seen on television. And stunningly, nobody calls her out on the, on the panel. None of the liberals on the panel call, call her out at all. She says, listen, man, gun laws will change when those really scary black people get gun. Wait, listen to how she phrases this. Listen to how she phrases this. Check this out. Most AR-15 owners are former military, okay. 35 plus Let me say one more thing. So that's all I'm saying okay. is that they're yeah. not once, crazy once, people. Okay. Here's the thing. Once black people get guns in this country, the gun laws will change. Trust me. <laughs> Once black people get guns, the gun laws will change. Did she just really say that? Why? Joe, do you, why, would, why would that? Were you scared of black people with guns, Joe? Um, I'm, no, I'm not. No. What about you guys? Do you see a black person with, with, uh, with, uh, with, uh, with uh, walking down the street? Do you think when they get guns that you should gun load it? You guys over there. They look confused by the question. They're like, they're like no, no. He's like, definitely not especially, though. Notice she didn't say when people with guns, black people. No, black people now someone have guns should tell now, Joy. Don't they? 
they, they, I, uh, but shockingly, Joe, uh, Joe didn't Son see this because gun. Joe doesn't do the, yeah, this is not part of Joe's. Joe does the audio video stuff. Yeah. Why black Americans are buying more guns? Wall Street Journal, Jason Riley, who Joe is black. Jason Riley. Wow. Oh my gosh. Joe's like, don't let him get a gun. He'd be really scary. Oh, it's black people getting guns. Joy, again, you know, homework. Try that once in a while. I can't wait for more patriotic, law-abiding American black citizens, our brothers, our friends, to go get guns and defend themselves. God forbid they find themselves under attack. Sir. But Joy thinks they're really, really scary, those black people. Now, of course, the left, which is a, you know, a mansion full of racism, identity politics, sexualization of kids, misinformation and disinformation. You're never going to see them called out on anything like this because they have liberal privilege. Here's Biden yesterday. He appeared on Kimmel's show. Now, again, someone should inform Joe Biden that the facts don't comport with his reality. I mean, he humiliated himself in front of the entire country. But will the fact checkers and disinformation boards call him out? No. Biden said this last night about the fastest growing economy in the world. Really? Check this out. Here's where we are. We have the fastest growing economy in the world. The world. The world. That's not editing by Guy or Joe, by the way. He no. said it three times. Just to make sure you know, we have the fastest growing economy in the world, the world, the world. Someone should show him this Wall Street Journal article from just a couple weeks back. U.S. GDP falls 1.4% as economy shrinks for the first time since early in the oh. pandemic. So fall, falls, fall. Well, you know what? We should, <laughs> we should edit it. Falls. I... Again, no, Nina Jankowitz, who's portraying herself as a victim. I understand she's since left the position, but maybe Nina should put out a tweet on that and show us her bona fides. I mean, she told us in the clip she challenges Republican and Democrat misinformation, right? Didn't Corrine Jean-Pierre say that? This woman's got a reputation for going after misinformation on both sides. Well, that's clearly misinformation right there. Here's some more misinformation for Nina Jankowitz. I mean, they are targeting American citizens. Joe Biden's one. So they could go after him. So is Janet Yellen. Joe Biden and Janet Yellen have both insisted that Joe Biden's a big deficit cutter, folks. You know, let's do it over. Here's a CBS headline. You see yourself. Biden highlights deficit reduction. Says U.S. will pay down national debt for the first time in six years. Been telling America, man, look at me. Cut the deficit. I am the fiscally responsible president, despite the fact that he's spending more money right now and looking to spend more money collectively over his four years than any other president in American history, right? Here's Janet Yellen put on the spot yesterday in a, in a hearing up on Capitol Hill. You're going to hear this Representative uh, Smith first. Asking her about this deficit reduction thing, saying, listen, Biden's pushing to spend all this money, and he's already beaten CBO, beaten, it's not a game you want to win, by the way, beaten CBO estimates for how bad the debt is. And Janet Yellen is forced to acknowledge it. Uh, yeah, I think you're right. She's certainly here. Check this out. I will also point out that the deficit that was brought forward last year was five hundred and seventeen billion dollars more than what the Congressional Budget Office said it would be prior to passage of the two trillion dollar American Rescue Plan. Would you agree with that? I'm not sure I understood quite quite the numbers 
you gave, but certainly the rescue plan did. The deficit last year ended up to be $517 billion more than what the Congressional Budget Office informed us would be prior to passage of the $2 trillion American Rescue Plan. Janet Yellen again, I have never seen someone in a position of greater economic authority, the Treasury Secretary, who openly claims to know less about more topics. Inflation, oh, well, it happened. Caught me off guard. The representative gives her the numbers. You guys said it would do this. The CBO said the deficit would do that. Instead, it was this. Well, I'm not sure, but I know about the numbers. What does this woman know? Her job is to know the numbers. That's her freaking job. More disinformation from Biden. Another big deficit cutter. Oh, yeah, you fell for that? What a sucker if you fell for that. I'm really sorry if you're a leftist who keeps falling for this endless stream of verbal diarrhea from these idiots on the left. All right, uh, let me get to my last sponsor. Here's what I got coming up. Biden's credibility is shot. Ladies and gentlemen, he is in real, real trouble right now. New numbers out. He is losing his base. And then Nancy Pelosi, again, wants to make a move on the New York Times. Talking about replacement theory again. She's making that move. She's got to go after the Times first. We always bring receipts, folks. All right. Biden's credibility in the BS, folks, is catching up with them. This is why I started the show. I know it was kind of like a down note, obviously. Uh, I'm not feeling good today. And, you know, I, I, mean, I don't mean physically. I feel great. I just mean, you know, having done what I did in my prior line of work and seeing a guy like Brett Kavanaugh and his family and kids, the concern, you, you, didn't, you didn't see it from the angle I did. You know, when you had to go up to a protectee, not necessarily the president, they honestly get kind of used to the threats all the time. But without beating this point up, when you had to go up to a protectee, say one of the president's kids, who wasn't really used to it and tell them, hey, you know, we got a serious threat. And they'd say, well, what's it about? And you'd have to explain to them in details. Well, this crazy guy was talking about like raping and killing you or something. Um, and you see the looks on their faces. You know, the fact that we have an attorney general who has a law tool and process right now to stop this in front of this man's house with his kids and a wife and has chosen to promote the tyranny and violence and become complicit in it. I mean, it's really hard to describe how bad this country has descended into madness with these just chaos agents in charge now. But folks, we have an opportunity to turn around. Alarm clocks are going off everywhere. People are getting up and starting to realize that the left is a metastasizing, rotting cancer that is eating this country to the core. When you lose a recall vote in San Francisco by 20 points, 60 to 40 percent, and they pull you out of office and you're a Soros-funded guy, folks, it tells me that, again, the turn hasn't happened yet, but we are certainly in it. Here's more evidence that the country is starting to come out of this multi-decade-long decay that has happened since, my opinion, the Bush administration through the Obama administration. Here's a tweet by Eli Yockley. New, we just clocked Joe Biden's worst approval rating yet. Biden's latest numbers are worse than Trump's were at this time four years ago. And instead, mirror 45 standing in June of 2020 amid COVID-19 and summer BLM protests. Morning console. Look at this. You can see the chart if you're watching on Rumble. Just 39% approval, folks. Factor in that that's probably, that's probably an overestimate. 
that means rough, roughly three, three to four people out of 10 are the only people who approve of this in a country full of liberals, by the way. That is an amazingly bad performance. The level of suck you have to exude. And I'll be doing this on my Fox show Saturday night at nine. My opening monologue about exactly why he is where he is. That is an incredible amount of suck. Folks, everybody's abandoning him too. You can check this out in my newsletter today. This article, Washington Examiner, Paul Bedard. Biden's base abandoning him. Youth, women, minorities, unions. Now, I told you the minority voters, specifically Hispanic voters that are leaving him in droves, have the Democrat Party panicked. So much so that this Soros group bought up a bunch of conservative Hispanic language stations. There are a lot of them down here in South Florida. Ladies and gentlemen, some more good news. In a big, you get what I mean, to the left, the Ruskies and George Soros, the hosts at these radio stations are in a full revolt over the George Soros back takeover. Breitbart, report, talk radio employees revolt over Soros back leftists buying Spanish stations. They want to stop Hispanic voters. They want to stop them from hearing the truth. Ties in the beginning of the show, right? The essence of a tyranny, hide people from the truth and hide the truth from people. From this Breitbart article, this is worth your time to read. These guys are losing and ladies, these hosts are telling them, forget it. We won't take a dime from these Soros people. It is not going to happen. They're threatening to walk off. Believe me, I know something about that. I already followed through on that one. I've already told them on the air. I know what that's like. It's tough to walk away. But I get it. You're doing the right thing. You have my support. We're going to do a segment on that on my Fox show this weekend too. Proud of what you're doing. I get it. Here, one more piece I want to do before we leave today. Uh, again, showing you how the left does this flip act, right? This dipsy do flipperoo, the 180. How they do something. They do something. You call them out. And then in order to hide and wipe clean the footprints from the murder scene, the Democrats, goes, the Democrats go back, take your shoe, and put your shoe's footprints up into the murder, uh, the murder scene. Washington Times. Nancy Pelosi condemns great replacement theory, says resolutions will put lawmakers on the record. Now, after the shooting in Buffalo, the left said, oh, my gosh, these Republicans are pushing this replacement theory. And that's what led this guy to kill all these people. There was a small problem with that. The small problem with that is replacement theory is not a theory. It is a bedrock leftist principle. They have talked about openly, openly, repeatedly. Here it is, New York Times. I know a little out of order, but New York Times, uh, Michelle Goldberg. I put this up all the time. We can replace them. It's not a theory. This is what the, this is a bedrock principle of the left. They advertise it. I'm not going to play the supercut again. I played it five or six times of leftists saying exactly this demographically. We can replace them. It's their theory, but it's not a theory. It's real. So Pelosi, who gets busted. Pushing this leftist replacement theory now wants to make sure that she pins it on Republicans. Here's an MSNBC host doing the exact same thing, conveniently leaving out that the New York Times openly published an op-ed titled, We Can Replace Them. Literally talking about replacement theory. Here's MSNBC. Check this out. There are people, white people in this country who 
are motivated by the great replacement theory and are re- and are weaponizing it, as we saw by the alleged Buffalo shooter. That's why that is so concerning. And that is why I have also heard from lots of people, African-Americans, but also other people of color, uh, other people of color, LGBTQ Americans who were sending me messages about their active plans to look for other places to go because things in this country are feeling to them feeling dangerous. Holy Moses. Do you believe this? I've played for you the supercut probably three or four times between radio and podcast of leftists openly talking about demographic replacement in the United States. I just showed you repeatedly for the probably the 10th time, the New York Times piece advocating for this, we can replace them. And you've got leftists now claiming it's a Republican thing and that LGBTQ 21A plus plus one, two, three, four, five people are leaving because they're afraid of Republicans for highlighting the leftist replacement theory and suckers fall for this stuff. Now, do you see where they want to hide the truth? When I expose stuff like this, it drives them mad. I'm telling you, I see them seething. I see them foaming. I see them doing this because they hate the fact that I bring the receipts every single time. This is not a theory. This is a leftist bedrock principle. It always has been. All right. Thanks again for tuning in. Questions for tomorrow, I will post on my locals account. And you know what? I'll post it on Truth, too. If you have questions for tomorrow's radio show or podcast, I'll put a post up. I'm at Locals. Uh, Download the Locals app. I'm at D. Bongino. It'll say questions for tomorrow's podcast. I'll post it on Truth, too, for the radio show. Submit them. We'll get to your questions. Tomorrow is Friday, right? I've been losing track of time. Yeah, okay, it is Friday. All right, good. And I'll see you on the radio show a little bit later. Thanks for tuning in. You just heard Dan Bongino.